Ian Collins wants a word. Powered by the hard-working Mitsubishi L200. With £2,000 off the range, make the L200 your ultimate workmate. In the world before Collins, primal chaos reigned. The nature of Ian Collins was irrepressible. Ian Collins wants a word. Sometimes you just sort of forget how to talk. Um, that's been a problem for you for quite some time. Yeah. Although I did have this uh, thing that happened to me, which I think has been... <laughs> it's, it's a little bit similar to one of your stories that we've told on this podcast before. It's so to you've do... stolen a story? No, I haven't. This, so but you this, reworded. I was reminded of you. Make it hilariously your own. No, no. Well, no. I was reminded of you, though, and I actually borrowed something from your story. You scum hound. Which got me out of this particular situation. Okay. Now, the story is, yep. it's down to my local recycling centre slash oh, yeah, yeah. tip. Yeah. And um, I'm sort of getting rid of some textile. Do you say, items. I'm going to the tip, I'm going to the dump, or I'm going to the recycling centre? I'd like to say recycling centre, because that sounds a bit more posh. Yeah. But it's the, it's the tip, isn't it? Really, I'm just going to get rid of this whole shit. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. So I went down there with some textile, but like old sheets. Textile? Well, you put it in the textile bins, right? Yes. So I thought to myself, I'll go down there, and, I'm, I'm, and all it is is sheets and curtains. Yeah. So park up, get them out the back, walk over to there. It's, you know, moderately busy, whatever. Walking back to the car, and this guy came up to me holding this red toaster, and he sort of like points it in my face. And he said, you can't leave this here. And I said... Sorry? He said, small electricals go over there. And I said, yeah, sorry, mate, that's not mine. You're mistaken. And he said, but I saw you with it. And I said, no, no, you didn't see me with it, because I don't have a red toaster. <laughs> I certainly didn't dump a red toaster. And he said, I'm not blind. And I said, I'm not saying you're blind, but it might have been that guy over there. The guy over there, by the way, who he thought I was, was five foot five and looked like Danny fucking DeVito. <laughs> So I said, I think it might have been that guy over there. And the guy says, are you calling me a liar? And I Serious? said to him, yeah, and I said to him, I'm not calling you a liar at all, but you are mistaken. And he said, no, I'm not. And I said, and I remembered your story. And I said, I'm happy to come and check the CCTV with you. Good, good call. And at that point, he said, yeah, and walked off. How strange. It was right. But in that situation, surely you go. Did you leave this here? Mate? Yeah. You actually need to put it over yeah. there. Not like putting it in somebody's yeah. face. So you saved me that time, Carl. Uh, yeah, you need, well, you see, you have to uh, invoke the, the, the wrath of the CCTV. Because mm. I had this recently when this quack, quack, oops, <laughs> drove into the back of the car. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And they kept saying, well, I want to check the CCTV. It's like, well, you, you don't need to check this. You, you, you've already admitted to going in the back of the car. Yeah. And uh, then when I said, okay, we'll check the... And it turned out, I don't think this driver is insured or has uh, anything, so... One of them. Yeah. Have this is got... the third prank we've had in a year, by the way. And it's nothing to do with you. No. No. Once I was in the car. <laughs> right. Once. Oh, oh, I see. You weren't in the car. With little Sandy. Okay. Do you remember right. that? It was uh, about a year. I remember back. Sandy. Yeah. You had a child. Just I remember. Right. I recall yes, that yeah. quite well, yeah. Yeah. And I just say he's not really called Sandy, but just for the... Comedic purposes. It's because when he was born, he looked like Sandy Tox. He looked like Sandy Tox. You said that. Yes, that's right. That's true enough. He did. It's the first thing I thought. Am I the only father that, when they first showed you their baby, went, "Oh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> A bit wrinkly. What with the purple hands? 
But they've got enormous hands, haven't they? Yeah. That's the thing. These giant flapping hands flapping on new hands. babies. Is it true that baby's eye, your eyeball doesn't ever grow? Oh, yeah. The eyeball uh, you have when you're born is the same eyeball. Well, it's the same eyeball, yes. You don't yeah. like pop them out every five years. Oh. But it must grow, mustn't it? I heard it doesn't grow. It's like that thing of when they show you... Have you seen the skull with the picture of the, um, the teeth? Like, it's a child's skull. And... Uh, it's got like all of the adult teeth right. up in the skull to push out the baby. Oh, really? Teeth. Wow. Now this was fascinating to me because I figured they sort of like materialized and then pushed it, but no, they're actually up so in, they're they're in your in face. There. They're actually, yeah. they're ready to go. Yeah. So when you look at Sandy when you get home, yeah. you know, just think of him with like sort of alien teeth all stuck up in his grill. And when you die, <laughs> your you know your toes, yeah, keep on growing. Um, your toes or your toenails? Your toes, because they. They exhumed a body uh, recently, and it had died a year ago. And the toes, the toes, not the foot. Oh man, were three feet long. <laughs> no, they weren't. But that it was all toe in there. Right, but after a while, they're going to be like it's you a know, coffin of toes, Kev. I was going to say that after a while, assuming that's the case, if they, if they kept growing. Then presumably they're either they're going to be like when you put carrots in a <laughs> they would sprout yeah well, well almost but when you put carrots in a in a, a tub which is too too short they get to the bottom and then they start growing in a sort of like an L shape yes so with the toes just start to come up and like tickle your ears some if you look closely in some graveyards that you see human toes <laughs> <laughs> often mistaken for asparagus yeah. what do we got Kev um, we've got some questions and feedback via social media okay uh, from. Flicker McGrew. Okay. We seem to get this one a lot. Where the f*** have you two been? We haven't been anywhere. No, I know. It's been a great clutch of episodes for the past loads, month. Yeah, loads yeah. of they're all. The, how many episodes are out there now, by the way? Because we it's, should say to anybody listening to this for the first time that you can download all of them. and They're all free. Yes. You can it, get the whole pesky lot. Uh, absolutely free. Yes, yeah. 100% free. Yeah. Uh, and there's a hundred and... Out there at the moment. Really? Yeah, it's a lot, oh. man. A lot of podcasts. I think, for, in fact, let me check. I'll yeah, have, I'll, have a little look now. I'll have because I should know this. This sh- really shouldn't I? Yeah. Uh, the answer is. Um, hang on, I need to scroll through them. Which one are you? Uh, uh, Kevin Smith? No, that's not you. Paul Blanchard? No, that's not you. Uh, answer me this. Uh, no, Helen and Ollie? That's not you. Stone Cold Steve Austin? Nearly, but not quite. Not doing that. And. I do listen to it, honestly. I listen to it a lot. It's next to the Great British Sewing Bee, Kev. Hang on, which one's you? Yes, this one's you. You are. This is our 118th episode. That's batshit crazy. Isn't it, though? And then some. And then yeah. there's a missing episode that we did over the summer that everyone missed. Y- you could start playing them, go away for the weekend, and come back, and they'd still be playing. <laughs> that might be good advice, actually. Or, for an entertainment point of view, take it with you and listen to it for the whole weekend. Well, yeah. And they're all there uh, to be downloaded, so... So, There's nothing to not like, really, about this, is there, really? And, you know, it's fair to say that it's been it's been quite a year, but we're home now. It certainly has. So what does Flicker McGrew say? It was basically, where the f*** of you two Oh, right, yes, yeah, yes. We're, we're, we're here, we're here, all right? It's like we've never Patience, been Patience, Flicker, you mad bitch. <laughs> From Ned Sheeran or Ed Sheeran. Glad you're back, for one at least, lol. Always bleating about old comedy. Ever met any classic comedy stars? No one from Two Pints. Please, uh, classic. Well, what, what do we? Where, where do we go with that? I, classic comedy. What, what, what's referred to as classic? Are we talking about Youth of Joyce? Did you meet Youth of Joyce? No. 
She died quite young, didn't she? Comparatively. I think she young. did, didn't she? She liked the old Terps, didn't she, as I remember. Oh, that she, Wasn't it. she married to the guy that played Dave the Barman in Minder? It was something like that, yeah. yeah. But that, but as we've said before, um, it's little wonder, though, on all these sitcoms when the first yeah. thing people do is they get home from work and they walk into the dining room. They take out <laughs> the decanter of, like, sherry or port yes. or whatever and pour themselves a glass. Well, here's the thing, okay. Uh, George and Mildred, yeah. she, as far as I could work out, didn't go to work and he was a traffic warden. But they somehow lived in a half million pound house <laughs> in, sou- in southwest London. It was the seventies. It's and not they, like Cameron's. They also had a decanter of whiskey in there as well. Yeah. So I, I was never quite sure. Maybe somebody bequeathed George some uh, some spondunics a few years back, and that's how he's been surviving. I don't know. It's entirely possible. As a kid, it was very very funny. It used to make me chuckle. Um, I think if I saw it now, it would pro- I'd probably be behind a pillow. Love Thy Neighbour as well. Did you like that one? Is that that a favourite of yours? (laughs) Never was, strangely enough. Alf Garnet. Alf Garnet. This British comedy institution whose entire act was... I mean, and um, uh, what's his name? Warren Mitchell. Yes. No doubt a fine actor. He's always slightly slightly disconcerting when you you hear him in interview for the first time. He he does sound like a... um, A lovey. But yeah, he he sounds like a real lovey. Yeah, but uh, Alf Garnet was it was basically just racist shit, wasn't it? But you see, they always defend it because Alf Garnet goes down into a Alf Garnet goes down. That was the the series they were going to do afterwards. Yes, right. with uh, what was the name of his, his for the Swedish market? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, with Sunflower, whatever his name was. About with Daisy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Love Thy Neighbor gets written off rightly as a piece of shit yeah. that just wasn't funny. And they always used to go, oh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. We might have had 27 racist jokes in there. But at the very end, the white man fell over in his garden and yes. grazed his legs. Yeah. So yeah. the joke was on him. Not really good enough. That didn't work. Whereas the Alf Garnet whole point was that it was a bit more thought out. And he was a bigot, but everybody around him wasn't in a very different kind of way. Is that, is that That's kind of how they sell it. But it's classic comedy looking at a man who can't recognise the world around him has changed, mm. and it's more thought through. I, whenever I've seen it, I've not liked it. Not no, for that no, reason, I've just not found it funny. Well, you don't often see it on the telly these days. Isn't, um, hang on, isn't Eunice Stubbs and Sherry Blair's dad in it? Uh, do they have the same dad? No. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. I'm sure. Oh, I, uh, Tony Booth. Tony Booth, yes, I think he was, yeah. And was it Eunice Stubbs' his girlfriend or something? I don't know. Um, uh, to be honest, why yeah. are we dissecting? Talk about till death is to part from a feminist perspective. Manny Twelve Toes writes: Is it true you're in the next Bond movie, Collins? I heard you're playing the new part of C. Yes, the big C. <laughs> excited about the Bond movie? I, th- I think I am. I think I am. I'm more excited about Star Wars. And yeah, obviously. I, I think. And then, of course, I was. Reading that stuff about Daniel Craig going, I don't actually give a shit. It's the yeah. next Bond, and if I had to play it again, I'd cut my wrists unless they gave me loads of money. Uh, wisest thing to do in a... No, but then there's also the, tying them in. There was this yeah. rumour that he's actually playing a stormtrooper in the, the new Star Wars film, and he effectively said, why the f*** would I want to do that? Which means he almost probably... Somebody almost certainly playing is. a stormtrooper. Yeah, because Simon Pegg apparently has a cameo in it as a stormtrooper really? It, I, I don't know. You have to wait to see the film. So did Christmas. Quite exciting. I saw the other day, uh, out you know, the other place, because they have premieres down there. Obviously, working where I work, you look, look out the window every now and again. And, yeah. You know, I'd pop my head out the other day, and there was Matt Damon standing there. Wow. Kind of strange. And um, What's her name? Angela Lansbury. Sandra Bollocks. Yeah. The other day, her. she was yeah. there. And 
Uh, and then they had that film. Oh, it's the one with all the pretty little girls in it. Suffragette, that's it. <laughs> that one. <laughs> and I think they were a lot of drunk. They were all falling around on the carpet and everything. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, before the premiere. Yeah. It's no way to behave at a premiere, is it? No, no, not Getting at all. pissed at your own thing. But, yeah, cute performances. Would... <laughs> wow. We do have a lot of female listeners to this podcast. I know we do, yes. Apologies. Okay. All in the name of satire, kids. Yes. While you're at it, get yourself back in the kitchen. I'm yeah. joking, come on! <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to be in trouble when I get home now. Gary, yes, that Gary, says, So now Hulk Hogan, professional wrestler, has been exposed as a racist. Why are we talking about race so much today? Has he? Uh, after making horrible slurs during the secret recording... Have you, you don't know this story? No. This is actually quite extraordinary. He made horrible slurs uh, during the secret recording of a sex tape where he's having sex with his best friend's wife with his mate's express permission. Gary says, call me old-fashioned, but this seems completely normal and I can't see why it's news. Why is that racist? Uh, Apparently, in the context of this tape, uh, he's having a conversation and he uses several epithets um, of a derogatory nature. towards While he's having sex? (laughs) I don't know. I've not seen the tape. But he may well do. I think it's afterwards. So he's having sex with his mate's wife. Yeah. And it's all agreed that that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. Uh, Sorry? Bubba the Love Sponge. His wife is called Bubba the Love Sponge. No, the guy. is He's a DJ in America right. whose, whose okay. name is Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. And it seems the Hulk's having a bad day. So his mate says... So Bubba goes, hey Hulk, don't have a bad day. Come and f*** my wife. Yes, exactly. Right. That okay. seems to be what happened. What a lovely open world we live in. Yeah, but somebody People leaked... People are kind. Somebody leaked the sex tape... As you would do. Right. And now there's a huge court case in America about it. So not only did he have sex with his best mate's wife, so they filmed it as well. Yeah, uh, secretly. He didn't know that. Right. Well, who was secretly filming it? Bubba? Bubba or Bubba's wife. Right. Probably. To try and set him up. Well, no, because... Or uh, well, are, they just, are they just kinky like that? Yeah, yeah. Right. Or and in the midst of it, he starts going down the <laughs> love thy neighbour route. He goes he goes proper garnet, he does, yeah. Does he? Mm-hmm. But it does seem like a normal thing to do, an entirely normal setup. All these wrestlers coming over here nicking up. <laughs> I wonder what Kendo Nagasaki thinks of that one. He was a plumber, you know. Kendo. Yes, he was, yes. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, <laughs> from Jasper Flapwanger. Sorry? Jasper says, I heard you, Collins, on another podcast. What? What? Are you some kind of slut? Which podcast? I don't know. Which one would you have done? Oh, the Retail Ombudsman podcast. Oh, that's right. You were on that. But I'm on there as the kind of sensible host. Yeah. Telling dick jokes. (laughs) It's really inappropriate. Yeah. 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 You've you've had a listen to the the Retail Ombudsman podcast. It's it's extraordinarily good. Actually, a lot of good, genuinely, a lot of good advice in there. Yeah. It's great to know, for example, if I bought this can of Tasty Cola. Yes. And I peered in the top and I realized... That somebody had shat in it. <laughs> I could then go back to the shop and say, "Excuse me, somebody shat in me cola," and they would go, "Well, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do anything about it." Yeah. And I could say, "Well, f- you cola poo," because <laughs> I can go, I can go to the retail ombudsman now, and they will sort this one out. And they take a, a, a you know a neutral position and just look at the facts. So they would look at my cola and go, "Clearly, there is fish." matter in there yep. and I get free coke for life uh, and that's all on that podcast isn't it? <laughs> that's, right. that's the first that's one that's an actual example it's an actual example uh, I can't wait for the next episode yeah. oh you mean the felching special yes <laughs>
Uh, I bought this straw not half an hour ago. <laughs> uh, from Zen, the 70s computer off of Blake 7. <laughs> Zen writes, I'm pretty sure I saw, I mean, because we, you know, we've been around and we've been away a little bit, it has to be said. Uh, Zen says, pretty sure I saw Ian at Heathrow Airport the other week, but I didn't want to approach. But I'd like to ask him here if that's okay. Ian? Yes. Were you the guy in Terminal 4 Witherspoons watching porn on your iPad and walking <laughs> furiously? <laughs> Thanks. Yep, that was me. <laughs> from Mike Brooks from the June Whitfield Appreciation Society. <laughs> What's happening? Andre! Come on, man! Does, does Andre put all these questions together with a, some kind of loose theme? I, it seems so. Um, either that or it's just a huge coincidence. Uh, Mike wants to know, when are you getting June on the podcast? Hey, when, when? Tell me when. June Whitfield. Yeah, uh, in June, I would imagine. Well, she, yes, I mean, she's under the category of national treasure. Is, that... Is she quite, though? And I don't mean to be... Yeah. I mean, she's sort of there. Look, Terry and June was appalling. Right. It was very unfunny, but they did have the whiskey decanter, of course. Indeed they did, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely fabulous to have a bit of a love-hate relationship. With I am the same. Yeah. But I think June Whitford is probably better in that than most other. Certainly better than Terry and June. Other than that, I can't think of what else she's in. She's in loads of stuff. But Terry and June was painful. And I don't really even know painful. who it was marked. Because it, it, it went on for years and years yeah. and years. Uh, and it was literally, I think, only when Terry Scott died that they thought, yes. well, we have to access. We can't have June getting married again. Because that would have just been, you know. Yeah. My mum loved that shit. Yeah. That's terrible, though. It's just, it, I mean, there was, it had no redeem. And even Terry Scott, you know, they brought Danger Mouse back now. There's a new series of Danger Mouse. Yes, is it? Alexander Armstrong, Armstrong. and uh, Kevin Eldon, who does the voice of Penfold, yes. and actually does a pretty good job of it, it has to be said. But as with all these things, you're not allowed to say that new stuff is any good. No. It has to be terrible. It has to be bad. Yeah. Although Madonna's American Pie is better than Don McLean's. Can I just put that out there? Are you being serious? Yes. Fair enough. Uh, now, from Ordinary Ollie. Ollie writes... <laughs> we have some very strange people listening to this podcast. Ollie writes, Why do people always tilt their head when pouring ketchup? Do they? Yeah, I think they do. Think about it. Imagine yourself now yeah. holding some ketchup, and as you're pouring it, you're going to tilt your head a bit. It, do it doesn't do anything. There's no mechanical function when it comes to the actual... Uh, you see, as a kid, I was ahead of the game on the catch-up thing because I couldn't, I couldn't fathom, even as a, a youngster, probably seven or eight, yeah. how this stuff that had the constituency of cement mm. was sold in a glass bottle. It, it just it was completely nonsensical to me. So you do that whole thing, and everybody had a moment when you, the lid was loose and it flew off and hebble-dashed the ceiling or whatever. And then, of course, they brought out the squeezy bottle. Which was a revelation at the time. Wasn't Absolutely, it? yeah. Can you tell the difference? Because I can tell the difference. You go if you ever go to Greasy Spoon, they've got the Heinz ketchup bottles, but they're not full of Heinz ketchup. They're full of something from the Acme. I can, ketchup I can usually tell. I can tell when it's not Heinz. Yeah, I can definitely tell when it's not Heinz. So you tilt, but you're not just tilting your head to see if the stuff's coming out. But why? Why does it make any difference? I mean, you can see it though if your head is in a stable position. So if you, do, it's like you're tilting it along with the bottle. That's the weird thing. I mean, what difference does that make? It's the apex view. I suppose it must be that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the what apex I think view. Is. Yes. So there's a technology to catch. But you can't really get, other than, what yeah. can you get? You can get, like, Heinz. Yeah. This is, this is brilliant listening. Newsnight's on later. Yeah. Um, you can get Heinz, you can get Daddy's. Yep. Sometimes. Yes. You used to be able to get HP ketchup, but you haven't been able to for many years. That's true. 
Uh, and then you get supermarket brands. You do. But no one seems to have jumped on the whole ketchup bandwagon. Do Heinz have that sewn up? I think the others need to catch up. Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, Cookie, the mad, mad monk from Manchester, writes... Having heard your podcast, I think you should join a religious group and seek absolution for your crimes of having a mucky mind and a salty mouth. Us? Or me? Us? Well, I think it's directed at you. Okay. You know, I, so we've got to be, become a monk. Unclean as a whistle. Yeah, that's true enough. Have you ever met a monk? Uh, not one with the hair. <laughs> what? What? A hairy monk? You know, like the Robin Hood type monk. Oh, I see. Oh, you mean a Friar Tuck? A Friar Tuck. It's rhyming slang already. Indeed. Is that not... Um, are all monks in that respect? There was a... Uh, what was his name? Oh, that's right. There was a guy called Father Wilf who used to show up on a radio station I once worked at to do some uh, religious broadcasting. I think he was a monk. But the monk that has well, the brown thing with the rope round it and the, the patch on his head... Yeah. Do they actually exist? They must do. This is a good question. Well, who's, the, who's got the hairdressing contract? Tom Baker used to be a monk. <laughs> Tom Baker's got the hairdressing. Well, no, no, he used to be a monk. Serious? Yeah, I believe so. He was training to be a monk. Well, that didn't work out well. But in terms of... Um, I've met monks in Bangkok. Cause, <laughs> no, but you see, them, they wear orange and they have a shaved head. And lady pretty monks. Much no, 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 lady monks. But you uh, you do see a lot of... It's a, it's a big thing being a, a monk in Thailand. Of apparently. course it is, yes. Yeah. But they're not wearing the brown robes. No, it's bright orange. The, bro- yeah, the orange yeah. monks. It's a different order of the monk. Is it? As far as I know. Did you watch that program about Scientology the other day? Uh, now, which one is Is this the, the uh, documentary full-length? Sky Atlantic one, yes. Going Clear, it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah. A couple of hours long. Um, yeah, that, no, that's sort it. Of yeah. Form, yes. No, it's sitting on the planner. I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah. Seen a little bit of it. Of course, you can't say anything about Scientologists because they will come around your house and intimidate you, apparently, but they won't because you can't say that because they're nice. Well, why don't you say something now and we'll see what happens. I think you're a fucking cult, you despicable bastard. <laughs> I, on the other hand, think you're wonderful. Yeah. But I do like Tom Cruise. Do you? Nah. Do you think that, I mean, Tom's, uh, Tom only makes Mission Impossible films these days, doesn't he? Yeah. Because no one's, I, I think the public, I don't, I don't think they love him anymore. Possibly because of the Scientology thing. You think it's that? I think it might be. Or has he just been usurped by, you know, Bradley Cooper and co? And Bradley Walsh. And Bradley Walsh. It yes. might be an element of that, yeah. Because he's knocking a... on, he's got to be in his 50s now. Yeah, but he, he? Still, he still looks pretty good. And, of course, you know, you can't fail to be impressed by the fact that he does do his own stunts, jumping out of planes and off buildings and things. Yeah, we all do that. Though. Yeah, that's true enough. We just don't have cameras. Think of the kind of things we do for this podcast. We're actually broadcasting this on a ledge. <laughs> yeah. And one of us is going to get pushed off by the end of it. Yeah. Bloke A from the Pelham Puppets fanzine. Did you two own puppets as children? I imagine Ian had an emu. Or emu. And Sideshow Kev probably had a little Orville. <laughs> uh, I did have an emu. Did you? Well, was, was it was it a shit emu? Yes, though? it was a shit emu. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of shit emus out there, weren't there? You see, emu was kind of... It was sort of made of straw, wasn't it? It was kind of like that... It wasn't feathers. It was... Yeah, it was like a... It was a sort of taffeta sort of... Um, yes, indeed, yeah. It was... With a fake arm round it. Yeah, I mean, it looked really good, but... 
Um, and so for Christmas, it was one of those you got from down the market. Yeah. Which oh, was yeah. just made of felt, really, and <laughs> yes. stuffed with crap. It yeah. was probably highly flammable. Um, and you obviously lobbed your arm in and you did your emu fingers through the beak. Yeah. Um, I, I quite liked it. But I did have some string puppets as a kid, which is what he alluded to, the Pelham puppets. Do you remember them? Uh, no, I'm too young. Pe- yeah, right. Pelham, I think they're still around, but I don't think they have the same. It was only because there was a toy shop where I grew up and in the toy shop they used to have them hanging as you walked up the stairs to the toy department it was a stationary place downstairs what is the mixture of stationary and toy it's shops it's weird isn't it how yeah. did that happen Very stationary place downstairs upstairs was uh, a toy place it was the only one in town so it was a, a great place to go to and hanging up were all of these puppets and they looked amazing there was a wizard which I got there was a schoolmaster how, how were the wizard sleeves by the way they were brilliant. Right. They were the best wizard sleeves. Uh, there was a schoolmaster. There was a dragon. There was dog. There was a, um, a kind of Pinocchio, I think, as okay, well. Right. And uh, yeah, they were great. I've got no idea where they are. Huh? I'm trying to think. If I, I think we, either my brother or I had an, yeah. an emu as well. There was a sooty kicking around because um, he had various and a sweep. He had various, uh, um, yes. various. I think, and it was one of those things as well. You could get like cheap sooties too. Um, yes, you could. Back then, yeah, I was never really. They into never puppets. squeaked, did they? Never had. Could you get an Orville puppet? Could you actually get like a a toy? Uh, no, I think you might have been able to get a hand puppet, but you couldn't actually get. They missed a trick there, didn't they? Yeah, there's <laughs> something in the back of my mind which makes me think you you could yeah. get like a sort of uh, scaled down Orville, which looked nothing like yeah. Orville. I'd yes, like to, I'm, I'm sure that's the case. I'd like to know where my puppets are. If I ever get to that stage in life where I have to go and clear my mum's house out, maybe. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have a little look for them there. Well, if you find them, stick them on eBay. See what happens. Yeah, I think there's there's probably... I'm, I'm going to have a little uh, mooch around for some Pelham puppets just after this production. Are you? Production. Like we're, like we're doing Starlight Express. <laughs> you do have your skates production. on. Production. Yeah. I need to do in this show. I always get confused. I've said this before between Starlight Express and cats. And I don't know why. Yeah, Starlight Express is about cats on roller skates. Right, yeah. Well, uh, and Cats is about dogs. Oh, okay, that's it. Who don't like cats. Yeah, thanks very much yeah. for that. Uh, yeah. Have you seen a musical recently? No, I haven't. There should Could, be a musical about that, shouldn't My there? opinions on musicals are, you know, I've been, I've been over them before. Yeah. but um, Have you seen one recently, though? Uh, Didn't you go and see something with Sideshow Junior? Uh, was it a musical? Yes, you did. You went to see Willy Wonka. Oh, Willy, uh, yes, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I bet that was amazing. That was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was really properly um, mind-blowing, the way they move everything around. Yeah, I bet that looks incredible, doesn't it? It, it does. It looks incredible, and I didn't mind the songs. Did you have to buy shit sweets afterwards? Uh, they, did the sell, they did sell shit sweets, but the queue for the shit sweets was uh, longer than the queue at the bar yeah. in the pub next door. Right. So, You're we, such well, a good dad. Uh, well, you? yeah, I... <laughs> No, it wasn't for me. I mean, uh, Junior needs a couple of pints after an experience like that. <laughs> That's absolutely right. It's, 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 I'm just looking after my kids, man, yeah. you know? Oh, dear. Shall we play this? Credit stream. Oh, there you go. We are back for a, a slightly different one next week. Is that, can I say that now? We're trying something new in two weeks, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it'll be slightly different, but it's all relevant and stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if it works. If you like this podcast, here's what you do. You get over to iTunes or Stitcher, you rate, review, you subscribe, and then it comes down and pops into your mobile unit uh, on a kind of bi-weekly basis, and it's just there automatically. And go and download the other episodes as well. And also, um, if you're an iPhone owner who's recently upgraded your iPhone to iOS 9, it's worth having a look at your podcast app because it turns out, I'm not going to say that it's, well... 
balls, but I am going to say that it does unsubscribe you from quite a lot of podcasts. Does it? Yeah, so it's worth having a look and resubscribing if necessary. Yeah, so have a look in your list and, okay. and make sure you're subscribed, otherwise we'll go away forever. The additional or incidental music in this podcast was supplied by... Uh, Kevin McLeod and Compatech.com. Uh, what else is there? Well, there's uh, Andre does his... Thanks. Thank you to Andre. Thank you, Andre. You smarmy... Quack, quack. Oops. <laughs> Thank you to Abdul, who supplies the coffee he yep. has done for over three years. It's foul. Uh, and we're back next stuff. week. Well, I've got a funny feeling Will Guyatt might be on with us next week. Oh, I don't want that. Yeah. Okay, we won't have Will. I don't want that. Will always gets surprised when he hears the end of these podcasts. I know. We see he's going to be on next week. he sends us text going, am I on next week? <laughs> I'm meant to be going on holiday. Cancel it, guys. That's a weird thing. He showed yeah. up about three weeks ago. I mean, we weren't here. We weren't here. No. We were on holiday. Yeah, we were. Uh, we'll be back uh, for the next episode, then. Two weeks. Goodbye. A Big Things Media production. <laughs> Big Things. Ian Collins wants a word. Powered by the hard-working Mitsubishi L200. With £2,000 off the range, make the L200 your ultimate workmate.